0: This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.
1: All right, we are back with our guest, Frosty Wooldridge. His website is frostywoldridge.com, and he writes for News with Views and a whole bunch of other uh, entities. And we're very happy to have him on the program. His most recent book is America's Overpopulation Predicament: Blindsiding Future Generations, and in the fertility rate. it used to be that, that it has gone down so much that many people have to have to have treatment in order to get pregnant, uh, or they just or they have to adopt or something.
2: Well, there's no question that uh, the fertility rate uh, obviously has been going down because of uh, the massive, uh, Most, and I deal with this in the book, uh, there's about 80, uh, 84,000 different chemicals that are injected into the land, oh, the air, yeah. and the water. Uh, 24-7. And so these poisons are now glyphosates from Weed Be Gone. Glyphosates are now in human breast milk. Uh, glyphosates are oh, in, uh, in, in wine. They're they're in milk. Uh, they're, it, we're, we're feeding the average cow, uh, the beef cow and, and the dairy cow, are fed uh, seven, uh, excuse me, nine different chemicals uh, are fed or injected into these beef cows and or dairy cows uh, in order to uh, either make them grow faster or produce more milk and so forth, and when all of those chemicals are put into that uh, food stream, if you will, and you eat that food stream, then you are susceptible uh, to all the consequences. And obviously, uh, the sperm counts in men, certainly in America here, if you if you look at what we we eat, McDonald's, we eat the Wendy's, we eat the Burger King, we eat Burger Chef, we eat the Pizza Hut, we eat we eat all these uh, fast food uh Chemical type food uh, entities that are pushing all this food out to Americans who go in the drive-by and buy it, and then they eat it on the run. Uh, obviously, the best thing you could do. And then, of course, the obesity rate that over 66% of Americans are either fat, and half of them are grossly obese. So obviously, we're doing something wrong. Uh, personally, I've been a vegan for 50 years, so I. Keep slim and trim, and I exercise every day. Well, six days a week, and then I go to church on Sunday. But uh, the, the key is, are you still is, going is that, to church? Are you still well, we, going yeah, to church? Well, yeah. In the last in the last year, I haven't gone to church, but we li- we listen to church on the on the it streams. Uh, so we we listen to church on Sundays at ten o'clock from streaming. But the the key here is is that we need to go organic. I mean, anyone that wants to stay away from chemicals needs to not live in Denver, not live in Chicago, not live in Los Angeles, uh, where the air pollution rates are just so horrific, and and stay uh, with organically grown foods. And you can do that at Whole Foods. You can do that at natural grocers. You've got Sprouts. There's uh, there's quite a few organizations that do that. So well, getting getting you know, back th-
1: those... to cows. Cows have two stomachs. They're they're, they're supposed to be fed grass. They right. feed them grain. They're right. it, it, that is. That that is so terrible. That's
2: well. um, Not only did they feed them, and it's amazing because it's in my book too. uh, You know, cows actually have four stomachs. I'm an old farm boy. So I pretty much remember that very well. But uh, we, we used to feed them grass. Well, now we feed them silage. And then, of course, it's GMO, it's a genetically modified organism. So the corn is now uh, fed to the cows to fatten them up. But it's GMO corn. So the GMO right. is a totally different d- d- DNA. and so the, the cows are just they suffer because of that. But sure. then when you eat, the, you know, like anybody that eats Doritos, you're eating pure GMOs and then you're eating all that salt. And yet everybody promotes GMO, GMO um, Doritos and then they promote uh, drink a Coke or a Pepsi or a Mountain Dew. I haven't had a, 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 a pop for 40, 50 years because soda pops are so, so bad for your stomach and your system. But the American people just drink that's junk and that's, you know, it's, it's poison liquid. But uh, that, that's that's the ancillary consequences of of population growth and trying to feed all these people and what we've created as a new, uh, you know, paradigm. But in my book, uh, I'll I'll give you a quote that I think is very important as to where we're going as if we continue on this path to add 100 million people. And it's by Isaac Marion in The Burning World. And he says, and I'm quoting, the apocalypse didn't happen overnight. The world didn't end in a satisfying climax of explosive special effects. It was slow. It was boring. It was one little thing at a time, one building here, another factory over there, one plastic container tossed into the ocean and then another and another until their numbers reached 5.25 trillion floating pieces of plastic or sunk between uh, beneath the waves, one moral compromise here, one abandoned idea, ideal, uh, one more justified injustice, no dramatic wave of destruction sweeping across the world, just scattered spots of rot forming throughout the decades, seemingly isolated incidences until the moment they all merged, unquote. And so my book really brings out the fact that we are literally, tearing at the foundation of, of the ecology that makes this, climate, this this planet habitable by not only humans, but all the rest of the animals on the planet. And as you see Cowspiracy, you will see the impact of what my book uh, shares with you. Uh, and then when you see Seaspiracy, uh, you'll see how the oceans are being destroyed and, and the crisis that we're facing is the fact that we're about to add 2.2 billion more people to the planet by 2050, give or take a few years. And so I always find it ironic that all the people that want to bring down the climate change, they want to stabilize the the particles, you know, per million. And before the the Industrial Revolution back in 1850, and I think it was Robert uh, Owens who created that over in the U.K., uh, we, we were at 180 parts per million, now we, we've, we're over 400 parts per million, which hasn't happened in the last million years because we've had a pretty stable uh, climate, and that's what allowed the human race to proliferate and all animals to proliferate also, but what we're doing now is all this you know carbon footprint is dumping into the oceans and for those of you who don't know it 80 percent of our oxygen comes from the phytoplankton and if you if you if you acidify the oceans enough with all this carbon you know particulate and i learned this when i lived and worked in antarctica you know and i wrote a book about it in fact uh, when i lived and worked in antarctica i even i i was jingling the bells back then and that was in 1997-98 and yet nobody wants to listen to that because it hasn't happened now and and one of the things everything may look just great right now for you listening to this broadcast and everything's going right along we've got our political problems we got our racial problems we got you know liter illiteracy problems we got all these sociological problems with antifa or blm or whomever but for the most part most Americans are still just doing just fine, uh, but things are not so fine across the planet, and that's what this book really brings to your attention. And 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 the key here is, and and I I, I bring it to to the forefront in the introduction. You you can't get through the, the introduction. You sit there and you go, holy catfish! But what's happening is a storm is gathering not only across America but across the planet, and if we don't fix it, if we don't repair it, if we don't change course, then that that massive Katrina, if you will, Katrina of people that are is, is storming the shores of America and storming the shores of Europe and storming into all of Canada, at some point, they will not be... Uh, they will not be sustained. You can't sustain them with food. You can't sustain them with water. We, we have seven states right now who are having water issues. Uh, I can name them for you. They are Florida. They are Georgia. And both those states are about to double their populations, of course, as I said earlier. Uh, and then you go to uh, Texas. Texas has got a big, big problem. They've got 29 million people, but they're going to they're gonna jump to i think about 40 million or 45 million and and so you you're seeing the consequences are going to grow and they're they're not going to change unless we change uh because uh, the reality is that and i and i talked to about it in the first four chapters uh africa has 1.3 billion people right now africa massive massive uh and you know giant continent and yet it's got millions dying and starving and so forth, and yet with all the dying and starving, Africa, according to the United Nations, is going to jump to two billion people by mid century. So all of that's gonna be all seven hundred million more people who are starving that can't get an education, they can't they can't get to water, they, they are warring against well, each other. And uh, they, but, they're you, gonna... but you have
1: to you have to try and figure out, okay, what happened to Africa uh before diamonds were discovered and um <laughs> and, and certain people went in and decimated uh the populations and did all kinds of things, stole land. Uh, the the African people were doing uh, they didn't invent the weed. well, who knows? Uh but I um I think that too you you have to recognize that Within each country, there is a certain minority population. A minority is probably not the right word. There are certain influential people who will, um, who will go against the entire population, like uh, Gandhi. Uh, the the uh he he was exploited uh changed his uh they added something to his name mahatma gandhi uh right. to make it sound like he was just this really wonderful person but in every population that is overtaken with with evil invaders had to have somebody that would allow this that would go along with it that would influence the the general population to accept the evil that was coming into that country. Uh, even even the 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 slaves that were being brought out of Africa, it was black slaveholders within Africa that were initially selling the the their black. Black people, brothers and sisters, right. to the slaveholders in what was called the-, the uh, what is it the triple triangle the 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 triangular trade uh, where the you know it was it was sugar and and slaves and um and, and so you have to look at this country and say okay who's who who is doing what to the citizens? of this country who is allowing antifa what is going on but but within each each big country it's it's always somebody within the country that helps to enslave the entire country because if 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 people strangers go into a country and try and take it over without this insider help they would not be successful So so you have to look at at the historical record and go behind the curtain to see see that it was just the guy behind the curtain who was really very evil who uh, who was the guy that that uh, sold everybody out
2: well and again that that has happened down through the centuries. I mean, uh, you know, the Persian Empire had slaves. The Egyptians had slaves that uh, built the pyramids. The, the Romans had a, a massive slavery. Uh, a, as you go along, uh, you can go down uh, to just about any civilization. There's still slavery going on in Africa right now. Obviously, there was slavery when the cotton gin, I think, it was Eli Whitney created the cotton gin, and then that created more need for slaves. Uh, the, uh, at that well, point the slaves,
1: slave, slavery started in the north.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's no question. That, you know, the, the different aspects of history brought us all of these, you know, these consequences. I mean, the, you, I, I just w- when you look what Hitler did. I mean, he was the most sadistic, uh, yeah, amoral well, that, person that, ever that on the that planet. Is, so you that is the winner. Slaves.
1: That is the winner's version of what happened during World War II. Yeah, so well, it just uh, depends on whose version um, right. you you look at. And the winner writes the history. And and then uh, they broadcast it all over. They have trials. They have commissions, uh, like the Warren Commission. Do do you really think that, that the Warren Commission uh, is the one that derived uh, the truth? No, they covered it all up. A commission that's designed by the winner is designed to cover up their own sins okay it's a uh, it's it's what the winners do Um, and then when you <clears throat> when you train children to believe in a certain thing and then you go back and you look at the evidence and you look at 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 who bombed who uh, for instance everybody thinks oh Lincoln was so wonderful oh my gosh he was so terrific. He kept the Union together. Well, if you look at the at all of the battle, you will find that only two battles took place in the North, Antietam and and, uh, uh, and Gettysburg. Gettysburg. And you think, uh, let's say you have 600 battles in the South and you have two battles in the North. So now who do you think was the aggressor there? Do you really think... That the South invaded the North? No. But the historian and the schools teach that the South was the bad guy. Now they're taking down all of these Confederate uh, statues. But I noticed that Albert Pike's statue uh, is still standing in, in Washington, D.C. or wherever the heck it is. Uh, and, they're, and they're saying, oh, Lincoln was such a hero. He was a mass murderer. 700, uh, almost 800,000 people were killed. They marched to the sea, uh, destroyed everything in their path, pets, everything, food production. There was starvation. Uh, It was was amazing. But if you look at, at the government schools, They say, oh, those Confederates, let's, and now you have these crazy people wanting to take down anything, you know, get rid of the Confederate flag, uh, arrest that person. She's got a rock in her front yard that has a picture of a Confederate flag. She needs to be under arrest. What the heck is that all? It's government schools. The government is lying to you period, plain, simple, several, several exclamation, exclamation points behind that. The government lies through its teeth every day on the media. You're, and you're never going to be on Face the Nation because they're not going to allow you to do that because the government, through the FCC, since 1922, has control of the airways. The airways are frequencies, Uh, just like energy. It's frequencies. And so what happens? uh, They get rid of Tesla, and Edison comes in, and and they decide that they're going to own frequency. They're going to own energy, and they're going to charge the rest of us to use it. Radio frequencies used to have 87 uh, Entities, stations, uh, Reagan comes in with the Fairness Doctrine. Now you're down to six millionaires who own the media. Ah, <laughs> it's the whole thing is a big sham. Period. Big sham. That, that's All why right. you need to turn off your TV uh, and read a book. Uh, read your book. Your book's good. All of them are very interesting.
2: Well, and thank you. In the end, it's individual uh, okay. choices.
1: Uh, we do need to go to a break. We'll be right back. starts with you and me. It starts with you and me. We all can be heroes if we take the lead. All righty. Uh, welcome back. This is Deanna. Excuse my... My, my soliloquy I I just get... I just get carried away. Um it, it, You know, I just... I am a historian more than I in, than I'm anything else. I I'm a historian, and I get a little carried away. So I'll try and be. Uh, <laughs> I'll try not to be me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's good to be you. You know, and and there's no question. Uh, I, I actually stood uh, where. Um, Abraham Lincoln gave his two-minute speech, which is the most uh, famous speech uh, of any president of all time, uh, the Gettysburg Address, and I stood there last summer, in fact, uh, on Cemetery Ridge, and I, I visited mm-hmm. the entire battleground there. And yeah, me I too. I could
1: feel yeah. the spirits there.
2: I no, can feel that, the you know, sadness. You're walking where the greats of history walked. You know, and everybody has their flaws, uh, and in the end, uh, we're, we're going to see major flaws in the 21st century uh, but again, uh, as, as this book is going to spell out to you, if we don't change course, we're not going to make it through the 21st century, and we're going to be lucky to make it through 2050 as an intact civilization. And again, Africa not only is going to add another, uh, make two billion by 2050, they're going to hit four billion by the end of the century. That's according to the the population projections, and I, I talk about that in chapter one. Uh, The deadliest birth rate for all humanity, uh, chapter two, is India. India has 1.3 billion people, but it is adding a 14 to 16 million net gain every year, and they're going to hit 1.6 billion by 2050. And, of course, uh, Indians are flooding into America. They're buying their way over here because they're getting out of the the nightmare that is India. Again, 60% of India doesn't have access to a toilet. Uh, The starvation, the disease, again, 2,195 children under 12 die every single day uh, over there because of polluted waters. Do you think that would go very well over here? If we had that many children, that would be stopped in a heartbeat and and so forth, just like Flint. Flint. Uh, but chapter three talks about China, and China has 1.4 billion people. Uh, the pollution there is unbelievable. I have been, I've floated down the the, the Yangtze River. It's it's a oh, filthy. Oh, it smells
1: like gasoline. Oh, I it's, it is. Down... And it's, it, yeah,
2: and yeah. it creates a two th- it creates a 20,000 mile dead zone right at the mouth of the Yangtze, and of course the Ganges. But yeah. here's the in chapter four. Here's the problem who are the recipient nations of all this birth rate overload and of course those th- that's europe which has about a 1.8 uh, birth rate per woman uh, uh canada with about 1.95 uh, they're they're getting in millions of these immigrants and of course america's bringing in again as i said we're adding over 2.5 million every year and, and then of course uh, australia is getting overwhelmed also and so uh, here's the question uh, what you know, what our civiliz- civilization faces, uh, it's the little things that add up to the big problems. And, and accelerating population growth consequences I talk about in Chapter 5, uh, we've got gridlock traffic, we've got air pollution, we've got species extinction here in the United States. Uh, we, we're 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 absolutely tearing up uh, all the farmland with poisons and killing the nitrogen-fixing bacteria. We're polluting our groundwater. Can you imagine when that's going to look like with another hundred million more people? Uh, then, uh, for those of you who don't know this, oil is now guaranteed to run out, be exhausted by 2050, uh, either give or take a uh, you know five or ten years. It doesn't make any difference. It's going to be gone, and it is the single greatest driver, slave. Uh, driver, energy driver of our civilization. And we're we're burning literally, 20, well, 100 million barrels each day, uh, planet wide. Uh, but by 2030, China is adding 27 million cars every year to their highways, which is in this chapter. And they're going to be burning 100 million barrels of oil every uh, day uh, by 2030. That's just nine years from now. So when you take, you take all in, you take all of these cars and smokestacks and all this oil, you're talking 200 million barrels of oil per day, per day.
5: Uh,
2: and and so obviously that's going to run out. And then what are we going to do to, to drive this civilization when oil is exhausted? Well, I can tell you it's not going to be wind power. It's not going to be a, a, you know a battery-powered cars. It's not going to be any of that because there's no way – to equal oil, there's nothing on the horizon to equal it, and so we're in trouble there. Uh, in the end, the exponential growth invites uh, what I, co- you know, what you all know, is the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, and then I talk about: Can you imagine what the gridlock traffic is going to be like in uh, Chicago when it doubles its population, or New York when it doubles, or all of Florida? You, you uh, can so see if you will run this out. Some
1: of the pe- some a- of the population is going to die, like Florida. Uh, the average age of people in Florida uh, is is pretty old. So, have you accounted for the people who are dying?
2: Yes, uh, uh, the, these these statistics are births over deaths and immigration over deaths. So, yeah, we we are adding again that about three point five million every every three point two to three point five million every year to America. And again, you take thirty years from now. That will be well over a hundred million more net gain, and that's births over deaths. So we're facing one heck of a mess in the future here if we don't change course.
1: Okay, uh, we're going to a quick break. We'll be right back.
6: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
7: Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen planned to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, Zinc, Chlorophyll, Oxygen, and Oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. silver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful, loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile silver through
6: HealthyWorldStore.com. For over 20 years now, Extendivite has proven time and again, it really works. Here is a testimonial from Amazon.com. I received an arterial switch at birth. In my mid-20s, I started getting slight runs of NSVT. Nothing too serious, but enough to cause worry. I started taking Extendivite a little over two years ago and it helped cut the palpitations and NSVT down drastically. This isn't a cure-all supplement. I strongly recommend a good diet and exercise to aid in any heart troubles you may be having, and I strongly recommend giving Extendivite a try. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two month supply. To order, call 1 877 928 8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H E A R T D R O P.com. Extend your life with
1: Extendivite.
7: Starts with you and me.
8: It starts with you and me. We all can be heroes if we take the lead to change the bad to good, to live in harmony. It starts with
1: you and me. All righty, we are back with our guest. And our guest is Frosty Wooldridge, and his website is frostywoldridge.com. And we're talking about his most recent book, America's Overpopulation Predicament Blindsiding Future Generations.
2: Well, thankfully, the the book right now is getting five star reviews. It's gotten some pretty great reviews, and and so it shows the the veracity and the validity of the book itself. And again, I you know, there's no question. There's going to be a lot of a pushback to make sure that I don't get on the meet the press or face the nation or Anderson Cooper at CNN or or Jesse Waters over there at Fox or. Uh, Terry Gross on NPR, because one of the things i 've found is most people want to avoid this subject uh, at all costs, and the the mainstream press will not educate the American people as to what you 're learning here uh, from me just going over the book lightly to, on this broadcast uh, because the mainstream press, uh, whether it 's a Jake Tapper or you know any and all Anderson Cooper, they get paid big money to make sure that they avoid talking about anything that 's unpleasant or that they, they really do not want to uh, educate the American people. So uh, listening to this broadcast, you're probably in the very small percentage point uh, of people who are actually getting educated to what's coming. But uh, again, you can ignore what's coming uh, for only so long. Uh, but by 2050, uh, and that's going to be very evident in uh, Chapter 22 as I go over that, there's no way to ignore it because we are going to run out of water uh, to irrigate and to feed the, you know, the, 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 the crops and to feed the animals, but we're going to run out of the energy and we're going to really run out of resources. But some of the other things as we get there are going to be even much worse. Uh, if you see Seaspiracy, and I highly, highly recommend it, it's on YouTube, uh, it's on uh, Netflix. Uh, it will educate you as how we're destroying the oceans. And we've got about 5.25 trillion pieces of plastic in the oceans right now. They're, they're killing whales and they're killing marine life and they're killing sharks and they're killing dolphins. It's unbelievable. And again, 2.7 trillion fish are fished out of the oceans every year. And this kind of devastation of the oceans, the oceans are what make this world work. And they expect somewhere around 15 trillion pieces of plastic, which will be even a greater killing zone uh, by 2050 because uh, we're not doing anything about it. Uh, And so that's the crisis. And then in 2014, we've got the killing of the bees worldwide. And in the end, if we lose all these pollinators, there's no way that we can grow crops to feed ourselves. And in Chapter 15, I talk about the cows, the hogs, the chickens, the fish, Uh, and the corporations and the family farms and all that goes with that, you can't imagine what we're doing uh, to pollute uh, the groundwater uh, and the lakes and the streams. Uh, The Mississippi River is is very poisonous also. It has a 10,000-square-mile dead zone. Uh, And then you've got the chemicals, whether it's DDT or you've got uh, Fukushima, which has been pouring all of the radioactive waste. If you look at World War II, the mustard gas. Uh, you've got radioactive waste tossed off uh, just uh, outside of San Francisco uh, after 1945. Those have all been poisoning the oceans. Uh, the greenhouse gases. Again, we we expel billions of tons of greenhouse gases that are absolutely affecting uh, the oceans. And, and again, uh, the oceans are what feed us and keep a balance on the planet. And so, and then what we're creating in this country. My chapter 18. Uh, or 17, yeah, 18, or no, 19, is the garbage waste conundrum. I, you, I mean, every time you turn around, you go down a highway, look at all the trash. Look at all the trash that comes from all the fast food industry. I mean, bags and plastic and straws and metal, uh, aluminum, all that is what we're taking out of the planet, and that's, what's happening to that is it's going to be completely exhausted. And then I talk about genetically modified organisms unleashing 21st century Frankensteins on the natural world. Oh my gosh, most people have no clue of how bad uh, these GMOs are and what they're doing, but there's plenty of books and I I make sure that everyone has, I have a bibliography at the end of the book where you can absolutely find out what GMOs are doing to you and doing to your children. Uh, And so it's important that you really uh, educate yourself to what's going on. But uh, this probably, uh, I think, is the most important chapter of the book. It's chapter 22, and it's called Humanity's 300-Year Self-Terminating Experiment with Industrialism. And what happens in this book is our persistent and ever-increasing extraction and utilization of non-renewable resources uh, the finite and non-replenishing fossil fuels, metals, and non-metallic minerals that enable our industrial existence is causing increasingly pervasive global NNR scarcity, which is causing politically instability, or political instability, economic fragility, and societal unrest. This scenario will intensify during the coming decades and culminate in humanity's perfect, permanent global societal collapse almost certainly by the year 2050, unquote, Christopher O. Clugston. Uh, any of you who are scientists out there or teachers or you're in a boardroom or you're uh, a co- college president or you're listening to this broadcast or you're a politician, such as a senator as a House member or a governor or uh, 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 any kind of uh, city council member, this Chapter 22, he has the book is brilliant. And I've known the man for 20 years, and he's gotten two books. Uh, this is his second one. And he says... Without a doubt i 've read the book we are We are going to completely exhaust the minerals and metals that allow our civilization to operate but we 're about to add three you know one hundred million more people to the United States of America. while the rest of the globe adds two point two billion more people and there's there 's not enough lead there 's not enough zinc there 's not enough copper there 's not enough of all these different uh, obviously uh, the oil will be exhausted. All these resources that are non-renewable will be gone, and yet we will have added this massive uh, amount of population here in the United States. And and that's the crisis. And And, and C- Clugston says it in his book, Blip, uh, what we do to enable our existence as an industrialized society simultaneous, simultaneously undermines our existence, unquote. So if you can really appreciate this, uh, he says, and I'm quoting again, "...our impending collapse will result from our irreparably and irreversibly impaired global natural, in, natural environment, specifically from Earth's extensively depleted and or decimated finite and non-replenishing non-renewable resources, a circumstance that cannot be remedied." And he's saying, once, once we got the numbers, we don't have any more resources There's no way for us to exist because there's no way for us to have all the things we have right now, and then things will start collapsing around us. So, yeah, it's fun to have what we have right now, and I got to, you know, I got to have a three-week vacation all over the West here and got to see all these beautiful sights, and yet at some point, uh, your children will never be able to do that. Uh, because there will not be the gasoline, there will not be the transportation. There will not—you'll be lucky <clears throat> just to keep yourself fed. Is this, uh, you know? And I—I I hope you've read that chapter twenty-two, uh, Deanna, because that really brings it home of what we're facing.
1: Um, it's um, it's very grim.
2: <clears throat> yes, it is. Uh, it's it's very sure sobering.
1: That, I'm sure that that people have heard of fracking, uh, yep. where there um. They're sinking uh, pipes into the ground, and they claim they're taking oil and gas out. Well, uh, that isn't what's going on. Halliburton and uh, the other companies, uh, instead, of, uh, instead of getting the license in order to dispose of their refuse as a part of, of distilling... Uh, oil and gas are actually taking that solution, uh, that garbage that they use for distilling purposes, and they're pumping it into the ground, which is destroying the aquifers and the groundwater, uh, because they they don't want to pay, um, they they don't want to obey the EPA and they don't want to have to pay to take care of the the garbage that they're producing uh, in an honest way that does not destroy the earth. And that's a corporation that's doing that. And um, I dare say that they have all of Congress on their side or Congress doesn't care. And um, if you write to your congressperson, uh, you'll get a form letter back and say, "Oh, well, we've looked into that, or we've done this, or we've done that," uh, uh, <laughs> because they're all in the pockets of of the corporations. But that—that
2: that right, is that's what no question. That's Halliburton is for. doing.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what Halliburton is doing.
2: That's correct, and and they're they're bought and paid for. Uh, you you mm-hmm. can really take this to the bank that the all the problems that are happening in the United States right now, all the consequences of the infrastructure, all the consequences of spending $6 trillion in the last 20 years on two completely (laughs) worthless wars that have done absolutely nothing for the American people. As a matter of fact, one of my columns that I wrote a month and a half ago was about the fact that we've lost 7,100 troops uh, there in combat uh, in Afghanistan and Iraq in the last 20 years, but we've lost 114,000 kids, soldiers, veterans children, and yes. uh, yeah these are kids are 18 19 20 21 22 yeah,
1: uh, and they children. all
2: committed suicide they committed suicide that 114,000 <clears> kids <throat> that are current military and 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 veterans of the Iraq and Afghanistan wars committed suicide and we're losing 22 a day to suicide you you can you can verify that go to uh, stopsoldiersuicide.org stop yes they're children soldiersuicide.org mhm yeah, they're, yeah. Chi- they're children, and I was one of them. I, w- I was in the United States Army uh, six, 68 through 71. I know exactly what's going on. We had PTSD back then in the Vietnam War. So, that you know, those consequences. Uh, show you that the insider trading and the defense contracts, those 535 uh, criminal, uh, you know, they're literally their uh, career criminal politicians are the ones that kept those wars going. And whether it's Pelosi or Schumer or John McCain or you can go on down the line, they're the ones that are not doing anything to make the country better, but in fact are in the pockets of the corporate and the military industrial complex. And that, that's just a reality. Uh, but let me get back to the consequences of this book. Uh, sobering as it is. And I hope everyone not only reads this, but everybody passes it around, because you've got to know what's going on so you can do something about it in a positive way. But Chapter 24 may be another pivotal chapter in the book. And it's about the sociological impact of bringing in 100 million immigrants to our country from 196 different countries uh, with 196 different worldviews and 196 different uh, religions and 196 different cultures uh, and also their languages. Uh, And and Samuel P. Huntington wrote about the clash of civilizations uh, way back when, and he said, and I'm quoting, It is my hypothesis that the fundamental source of conflict in this new world will not be primarily ideological or primarily economic. The great divisions among humankind and the dominating source of conflict will be cultural. Nation states will remain the most powerful actors in world's affairs, but the principal conflicts of global politics will occur between nations and groups of different civilizations inside those nation states. The clash of civilizations will dominate global politics. The fault lines between civilizations will be the battle lines of the future." Unquote. What that means is, or at least what I get out of it is, we bring in so many different cultures, and we bring in so many different languages, and we bring in so many different cultures, multiculturalism is probably one of the worst things that could happen to any society. As a matter of fact, countries like China and Japan will not tolerate immigration because they want to keep their culture and their language and their people, uh, mono, uh, mono-ethnic is what they want to keep them, and so they can have some kind of balance. But uh, what we're seeing right now in America, look at the way this country has been uh, separated, uh, whether it's BLM or whether it's Antifa or whether it's Boogaloo, and you can, whether the Muslims in Detroit or the Muslims in Somalis uh, up there uh, in, uh, in Minneapolis, or the fact that the Af. South uh, California is becoming El Norte, Mexico. That's Mexico North, along with uh, Arizona. The schools are being taught in Spanish. So we're, and the same thing in Texas and New Mexico. How do I know? Because I've been to those. I was just there last <laughs> summer. And so well,
5: that, that we don't
1: is have. NAFTA destroyed the peso in 1996. Uh, you had Kissinger go over to China. In 1971 on a secret mission, he opened up China so that China could be the new America where all the production was shifted over to China. and now people in this country, uh, a country is only as rich as the products they produce. Uh, flipping hamburgers at McDonald's and uh, uh, isn't going to produce anything except hamburgers. Um, right. We we don't produce any product anymore. We're not going to grow. We're never going to come back. Period. They've sold so us would, out. You... Kissinger and his buddies have sold us out.
2: Yeah, and that was also augmented and facilitated by the Congress uh, because we're about I think we're about one point. 6 or $7 trillion in debt to China uh, because of the incredible uh, you know, free trade. It should have been the fair trade instead of free trade uh, because we've given our souls. Well, our Congress has given uh, our souls to China, and, and we're, we're literally making them rich and us poor. Uh, again, we've got, I think, about 540,000 homeless in the United States right now as of when I wrote this book. And the reality is that we're not taking care of them yet. We're paying about, I think, it's sixty million dollars a week to house all these uh, illegal immigrants coming across the border, uh, and and that's going to get worse because we're we're taking. They're going to be in orphanages. They're going to. We have to pay K through twelve. Uh, none of their parents paid anything into the system, uh, and we're twenty seven or twenty eight trillion dollars in debt right now, and we're just going to go deeper into debt. And so, you know. Those consequences are going to, you know, continue until they merge, as Marion said in his quote. And so you, the American person listening to this broadcast, here's what you can do. And I share that in the last part of the book.
1: Okay, we'll be right back.
6: Please view, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Stop Terrorism. Please contact us if you or anyone you know who wants to be on our show at the at gmail.com. Keep it
1: real. Take the red pill. Anna. And our guest today has been Frosty Wooldridge His website is Frosty Wooldridge And that's W-O-L-D-R-I-D-G-E Gosh, we don't have any time for phone calls uh, But that that's okay
2: well, you know, the, 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 I hope that everyone actually either writes me if they have other questions in the FrostyW at Juno.com. Uh, but in my 38th, 39th, and 40 chapter, I, I show you what you can do to take action. And again, this book should become a national bestseller, and all proceeds will go into getting me on the NPR and getting me on 60 Minutes and, uh, and every radio show and every newspaper interview across the country because your kids' lives are at stake uh, and, and the key here is that I've got solutions, and some of them are very harsh solutions. So we need a 50-cent deposit return law uh, on all plastics. We, we can't keep doing what we're doing uh, to, the, to the, the oceans and our lakes and our streams and everywhere else we need we need a biodegradable plastic made out of corn. Now, we we we've got to do something. Uh, we also have to stop all immigration into our country. And and, and if we don't do that, we're we're going to go toward another hundred million. I even have a second alternative, and that is egress equals ingress. Uh, and so if uh, if. 50,000 people leave America in a given year, then we can import uh, if, if skilled, intelligent people who want to speak English and become a part of our country. We can import them uh, at 50,000, which would get a net gain of zero. But any way you look at it, we have got to Stabilize our civilization to a sustainable level, instead of drive it over a demographic cliff like Thelma and Louise. Uh, And so, on the international front, I've got uh, I've got I've got individual actions and solutions for you. On chapter 39, I've got statewide uh and federal uh, solutions and how we can you know move the congress and move uh, uh, elected officials and in fact you become an elected official to move this thing forward and then i've got international solutions and the key is we're all in this together as i've said black white brown red yellow catholic protestant i don't care who you are we are all in this together and i'm hoping that uh, this last 2 hours has been very informative to you and that you take action because your kids really are in the crosshairs of destiny, and we need to move fast on this thing, Deanna. And I, I want to thank you for allowing me uh, to uh, to share this knowledge and share this book, and hopefully it's been very beneficial. And if those of you want to get it, it's on Amazon. It's also uh, 800 numbers, 888-519-5121, right directly from the publisher. It should be in Barnes & Noble. It'll be on... Uh, uh, all of your different bookstores uh, across the country, and uh, the key is we take this knowledge and we take action. Again, I'm 74 years old. I'll be gone here within the next 10 years or so, uh, but I would like to leave this planet and all the animals on it, especially the bees, uh, in good uh, good hands, and, and the, that's the key of this book that we take action toward the future and toward our children. I I hope that's meaningful for every person listening to this broadcast.
1: Well, thank you so very much for uh, being on with me today. And um, have a great week, and uh, bless you. Thank you. Thank you, you, listeners. Thank you for listening today. Bye-bye now. Talk to you next week.